Blog Talk Radio. Oh my gosh, wait. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, wait. Hello everyone. I'm writer, author, and producer Yvonne Latrell. Um, guys, as always, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning into my show. Um, guys and dolls, remember if you have a show idea, <laughs> you got the giggles tonight. What's happening? <laughs> show idea. What? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe this. Okay, guys and dolls. Um, remember, if you have a show idea or if you would like to be a guest on my show or if you would like for me to be a guest on your show, you guys can contact me on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, or Instagram at Yvonne Latrell. And also, guys, if you would like to be a guest and call in live, the number here for you to call in is 914-205. Again, that number is 914-205-54. And this is live. This is all the way live. Oh, my God. <laughs> Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is George. <laughs> Oh, my God. We vibing oh here gosh. on Yvonne the Trail Podcast, y'all. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe um, I I did this. Oh, okay, wait. I'm getting it together. It's all good. It's live, it's live radio. You know what I'm talking about? Oh. Oh my gosh, right, right, right. Okay, so guys, before I introduce my special guest, um, oh my gosh, uh, uh, hold on one second. Um, guys, if you guys and dolls, please go ahead and check out D. Sanders. He has a book called The Bait and Switch. Uh, again, that's D. Sanders, The Bait and Switch. Um, His book is available on Amazon.com, The Bait and Switch, Um, Unleash, Beware of Deal Makers. Again, that's D. Sanders. And also, guys, check out uh, Nicholas uh, Nicholas Solikin. He has a book, Infatuated with the Streets. Again, that's Nicholas Solikin infatuated with the street. So guys and dolls, I have a very special guest, and his name is George Washington. And I'm actually interviewing him right now. He's in a hospital. And he is going to be having a heart transplant. So hold on, let me, um, there are some questions that I'm going to ask him. And hey, what's up, everybody? Okay. Oh, and and thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate that. For sure. I'm glad to be here. And I'm so glad to have you. So, um, okay. So now the first question that I want to ask, and I'm definitely sorry to hear about your condition. Um. 
I heard that uh, you were going to have um, a, a heart transplant. So uh, can you uh, explain explain that to me and to the listeners out there? Well, basically what it is, I mean, you know, it's one of those con- – it's, it's, it's a hereditary um, – heart condition, um, you know, a lot of us black folks, you know, we don't always know exactly what's wrong with us until we go see a doctor. And some of us are so ignorant that we don't go see a doctor. So y'all need to go out there and get yourself seen by your doctors. Make sure you're well taken care of because life is beautiful and life is short, but you got to right. take care of the life you live in, you know what I'm saying, so you can live long and healthy and prosper and get this money because that's what I'm about. That's why they call me doctors. Right, right, um, right. For the most part, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, you know, um, long and short of it is that um, I am waiting on a heart transplant. Um, what congestive heart failure is, is that, you know, it's my heart is weak. My heart basically is operating at uh, less than 10% of the uh, amount of strength that, you know, a normal heart would uh, would produce. So I'm pretty weak, you know, most of the time, yeah, and it's a little bit tough to, you know, have a normal life, but you wouldn't know it looking at me because, you know, you definitely I definitely can't tell. No one could. Uh-uh. Right. I mean, you know, you have to have a positive mental attitude about it, and you know, you can hide a lot. I'm quite sure we all know that by having a great attitude. So yeah, you know, I mean, but it starts with that, and you know, just pay attention to the signs, and so that it doesn't happen to you. Well, uh, well, how long have you um, been dealing with this problem? Well, like I say, it's congenital, meaning it's uh, hereditary. I've had this problem pretty much my whole life. Um, it wasn't until after I came out of the military, after serving uh, three tours, uh, two in Iraq and um, one in Afghanistan, that uh, when I came home, I started to become symptomatic. Um, you know, basically mean I started to feel it. You know what I mean? Like I started to get weak. I started to get lightheaded. I mean, you can Google all the symptoms pretty much. That's pretty much what I'm dealing with. It's just like, you know, your body gets weak, and then all of a sudden you feel 100 pounds heavier than what you uh, would feel normally. So it just makes life a little bit difficult. But um, like I say, you wouldn't tell because, you know, I've been keeping myself together at least for the most part. But the long and short of it is that you can't really run from it. Um, mm-hmm. The fix for this problem is a heart transplant. So that's why I'm here at Cleveland Clinic Hospital um, awaiting a transplant. And it could be by the end of this show, I could be getting a transplant or, or first thing in the morning. Any, at any time between now and when God says it's time, you right. know, they can call me to the operating room and we can get started. So y'all keep me in your prayers. Definitely, definitely in our prayers. And also, as far as the symptoms, what are the main symptoms that you would say to look for? Well, like I say, I mean, you know, the general overall weakness, um, lightheadedness, dizziness, mm-hmm. um, dehydration, mm-hmm. um, you know, your appetite could be, you know, could be worse. I mean, meaning you won't have an appetite. Um and it's just you know you, you don't have the energy to be able to move around like you like you like a normal person who doesn't have a heart problem. Um, so that you know that's pretty much how that works. I mean you know you don't know it until you have been checked out and you know have blood work and and um, seeing your doctors and for them to tell you where you stand. Uh, but definitely a good idea to get checked. Everyone should do that definitely. 
Well, how are you feeling now being isolated in, in the hospital waiting on the transplant? Oh, man, it's lonely as hell. I mean, I ain't never been to prison, but this is the closest thing to jail. I guess I, I hope, I pray I ever get. <laughs> I'm in this bitch locked up like Acom. <laughs> oh. You know what I'm saying? And they won't let me go nowhere because they don't want to, they don't want me to run into any problems with germs and, you know, just everyday life, um, yeah. working too much or pushing myself, which is what I've been doing. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I've just been going to hang in there and, and do what the doctors say and get, get what the doctor ordered, which is a transplant. Well, when did you first, when you, when did you first, first find out about the heart condition? Like I said, when I when I came home back in 2003 um, from the military from um, Fort Hood, Texas, okay. uh, I want to say maybe around a couple of years after I was discharged, probably somewhere around 2010. Mm-hmm. And I, basically, I was out and just living life. You know what I'm saying? Thought everything was good. I was hanging out in the, you know, in the malls in in Walmart, and I just literally passed out. Like I never passed out ever before ever, and I didn't know what that feeling felt like. And no. you know, I just sat down, and I don't know. They say I just went like I fell asleep. I'm in Walmart, you know, shopping like an average nigga, just you know, vibing or whatever. So I was like, oh shit, I gotta sit the fuck down. And oh my god. So yeah, I I, I can't even remember who I was with, you know, at the time. But it was stressful for, you know, me and my family for a little bit until we figured mm-hmm. out the problem was. Um, well, how has this affected your life? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I've kind of sort of gotten used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's basically who I am. It's what I've had to deal with my whole, my whole, most of my life, but didn't realize it until, you know, the last maybe 10 years, 12 years that I had a problem. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I kept myself in good shape, I took care of myself for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I'm like everybody else. I smoke weed. I mean, I smoke weed like a chimney, like I was Bob Marley or somebody. <laughs> but at the same time, like I, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't helping me. It was kind of right, right. You know what I'm saying? Making all of those symptoms come about. Mm-hmm. Basically, it sped up the process. So, I mean, all y'all want to smoke weed, all y'all want to get high and all of that shit, but I don't recommend it, honestly, because whatever you're dealing with. It's just going to speed up the process, and you don't know what your problem is until you run into that problem most of the time. So, is, is, that, the only drug that, is that the only drug that you ever use? For sure. I don't drink. <laughs> I'm like the average nigga. I don't drink. I smoke. Or I used to. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, that's, that's what that is. Uh, do you believe that your military career could have played a part with uh, your health today and why and why not? That, yeah, I mean, and the fact that, you know, simply because, I mean, the stress of life, too, and, and all the pressure that I put on myself as a man, black man in society, I mean, we all know what that is. I mean, you know, um, and, yeah, I mean, all the exercise and all the, all the stress, all the pressure, all of the all of the things I've had to endure basically in life, yeah, it, it has something to do with it. I won't say that it was just the military. It's just living life alone. Um, but, of course, yeah, I mean, I've dealt with a lot more stresses than most people in their lifetimes and, 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 and maybe more. But, you know, just the overall stress and, 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 and frustration that my body goes through, being that I have a heart condition and didn't know it 
like I said, it all plays a part. Okay, okay. Um, so honestly, how do you feel about getting the heart transplant at this age, especially um, around your birthday? Because you have a birthday coming up on Thursday, right? This Thursday, the this 14th. This Thursday? Yeah. Okay. So and how do you crazy. feel? I hate, I hate this. Well, and I feel, you know, I don't even know what 45 supposed to fucking feel like, but 44, I still feel like me, you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, it's crazy, but, you know, I'm hoping that I get my blessing somewhere around that time. It would be nice to be born again somewhere around about my birthday. You know, they say that when you have a heart transplant, you're actually born again on that day that you receive it. Wow. So, oh, my gosh. You know, it's it's basically a second chance at life. You know, who right, gets second right, chance? Right. How many second chances do you think you got? I mean, right. most people don't get a second chance. Most people don't get a first chance. I got Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm blessed. Oh. Okay, yeah. So we have um, 90 seconds left. Um, so is there anything else that you want to say to the listeners out there? Yeah, I mean, go get yourself checked, man. I mean, you know. Live your life to the fullest, but take care of your body. Take care of your health. You only got one life to live. Real talk. It sounds like bullshit. It sounds like a cliche, but do what you do. Live your life. Get money. And just be be thankful. You know what I'm saying? You can't let everybody take control of your life. You know, you control your life. You're in control of what you put in your body, how you take care of yourself. And you got to just do the right thing, even though it's something that you don't want to do. I mean, it's real. It, it sounds like a cliche, but it's it's real. You have to take better care of yourself. Otherwise, I don't know where I would be if it wasn't for God. So that's well, basically. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. I would love to have you on the show again. So I just really want to thank you. Um, again, guys, uh, that's uh, George Washington. Um, oh, yeah, and I'm show. coming back. After I get my transplant, we're doing another one and another one. Okay. And another. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's great. I'm definitely looking I'm definitely looking forward to having you. And, guys, don't forget to check out uh, D. Sanders' uh, debate and switch. And thank you so much, Kevin, for coming on the show. For sure.